0: The views and opinions expressed on WXOJLP are solely those of the original hosts of their respective programs. These views and opinions do not necessarily represent those of Valley Free Radio Incorporated, its volunteers, or any other hosts, guests, or programs on this station.
1: Good evening, and welcome to Civil Politics, here on Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP. 103.3 FM out of Northampton, Massachusetts. I'm your host, Michael Dow. With me tonight is. uh, uh, (laughs) Sorry, I started to say, conflate your names. Uh, uh, He's not even here tonight. Right, is. uh, uh, Susan hyphenated name. Susan hyphenated (laughs) name, yes. (laughs) And genre, our producer. And uh, yeah, so we're going to be talking about the politics tonight, and I'm going to be using English good. With gooder language and everything. Um, So, I should mention, though, before we get started, that uh, we'd love to hear from you. Uh, I know we have some listeners out there, and we're very interested in what you guys have to to say about what we're talking about, and and also about what we say. So, uh, you can contact us in a few different ways. On Twitter, it's at CivilPoliticsFM. On Facebook, it's Facebook.com slash CivilPoliticsRadio. And uh, we have email, which is quite simply civilpoliticsradio at valleyfreeradio.org. We also have a website, which is civilpoliticsradio.com. That is a place where you can go and get uh, uh, recordings of previous episodes and links to things we talk about and all kinds of good stuff like that. So, uh, tonight, why don't we start with this really extraordinary... uh, Actually, I don't know if you mentioned it in the interview, but like there's been a lot of some extraordinary news coming out this week about things president trump is is saying and doing um, Is that new
2: yeah, <laughs> that well, different th- this time, he, week, right? his His
1: interview with The New York Times was extraordinary, but I'm not sure if he mentioned this in the interview actually or if it was just something that got leaked because apparently he was asking his White House lawyers uh whether or not he actually had the power legally. To pardon his own his family members if he felt like it, or even himself,
0: and fire Mueller,
1: <laughs> and fire Robert Mueller, and, Special, and everything else. yeah, yeah. It's
0: yeah. uh, well, he's just checking the, the the you know, the what do you call it, the external parameters of his. Yes, it's amazing. The Washington Post did a really nice story on this. In fact, they have a little, um, they have a little, a little chart, and. Uh, if you have a chance to go see it it's pretty intense. <laughs> I I didn't see the chart. What's yeah. on it? So it's it's about the the Mueller, the um investigator Mueller part of it. Uh-huh. Uh it didn't print out cuz my printer is not good. Um Yeah. But it it's just all the things that, you know, all the things where he could test the um the boundaries of it. Yeah. That's my hand... I'm handing my, my... Oh, wow. Okay. And I had to handwrite the yes and no. Oh, nos so it's <laughs> a flow chart. It's a... How
1: Robert <laughs> Mueller could be fired. Does Trump throw out or ignore regulations? Yes. Is that action upheld when challenged? If yes, <laughs> Mueller is fired. If no, uh, does Sessions stay recused? <laughs> you know? It's the
2: worst choose-your-own-adventure ever. Yes. Yes, it is.
1: Yeah, so it's just a... Um, I
0: think it's called choose-your-own-tyranny. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's pretty uh, amazing sort of... Um, Flow chart. And yeah. and quite a few ways to get to firing Mueller if he so desires. But having lived through the Nixon years, I remember when he fired the guy that wouldn't fire Cox. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then somebody else was in, and then they, you know. Well, that so was so the so famous Saturday
1: Night Massacre. Yeah. He kept firing people until he found someone who would do it, which yeah. turned out to be Robert Bork, I believe.
0: And that's why they were going through on this chart all the different assistant attorney generals and which laws apply and yeah. blah, 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 blah. So the truth is, yes, he can.
1: Right. Well, (laughs) we knew that Um, it's it's and that's certainly a serious problem. And if he does that, we're going to have all there's going to be hell to pay. But just more fundamentally, if President Trump insists that, you know, the Constitution doesn't specify any limits on presidential pardon powers. So he hereby pardons himself. End of discussion. As far as he's concerned, like even if that gets challenged in court, that's going to set off the kind of crisis of of legitimacy. Yeah, like like the Washington Post <laughs> certainly had questions uh, uh, articles about this and I've seen others. Yeah. But just like what what happens? What what do we do? And I ask this in part because, you know, the name of this show is Civil Politics. <laughs> like we believe uh that there's a real value in working to get along in and small government, not no government. Right, well, <laughs> You know, reasonable sized government, not <laughs> not necessarily small government, but fair whatever. enough. <laughs> but but neither one of us wants no government. Well, neither <laughs> neither one of us wants no government. Neither one of us wants tyrannical government. Yeah. Um, government by fiat, and um, sort of implicit in the idea of civility, part of its you know like talking about manners, like, oh, yes, indeed, you know, like waiting for other people to finish talking and and, and not saying, you know, like that Saturday Night Live bit, Jane, you ignorant slut, <laughs> you know, whatever. Um, we,
0: we would only use it sparingly when we started the show, right? Well, I right. think that was the agreement, that it wouldn't be used every week. So. Right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't understand why you guys keep calling me Jane. No, that's the thing that confuses me still. Um, so... so <laughs> Just don't call me Shirley. Keep um, asking
0: if Mike is on. Yes. <laughs> oh no, that mic. Sorry, here's the mic is on. I'm not on anything, man. <laughs> I'm straight edge. Which mic is on?
1: Right. So all of which is to say that civility it's in part it's about ways of behaving, it's about accepting limits on what you can do and how you how you do it and what you say. But it's also to some extent about the idea of, like, we're engaged in a common project, viewing other people not simply as opponents but as collaborators. You know, I mean, we can have some pretty serious disagreements about things. We can have real arguments about, like, is that the role of the federal government to provide health care for everybody? You know, I think it is. There's, you know, people out there arguing it is not. I, I think they're wrong. Can't but...
0: find it in the Constitution
1: right and and that's certainly uh you know the government should be limited in what it can do and that's that's a, I,
0: and yet they want to push it down to the states my guys want to push it yeah. down to the states but i don't see it in the state constitution either so it's sort of an odd argument that it's on the constitution right. but it's
1: yeah. well i so so <laughs> so sidetracking just for a moment here but like to me it seems like we have a problem we have an inherent like we are we are frail mortal beings, you know. We are we are apes that only live for a certain amount of time here on this planet, and part of what happens in our lives is we get injured, and then we get old, we get old, we get sick, and eventually we die. So because we're you know fearful apes, we don't want that to happen to as soon you know too soon. We want to stretch it out for as long as we can, really. And so that's where healthcare comes in, and because. Everybody wants to live a long, healthy life. Everybody wants health care. And since we do kind of believe that, you know, all people are created equal and equally deserving of a long and healthy life, I mean, that's the Declaration of Independence, for God's sake. Well, you
0: know, you forgot the Christian scientists because they want no part of the healthcare care system.
1: Well, they want no part of that health care system. They're perfectly happy if, like, you organize, like, a federal department of prayer to, like— and get God to intervene on their side more effectively, they'd probably be for that. I mean, it would violate the establishment cause, but that's a different thing. Um, but the, So, like, we all have this fundamental issue, like, sooner or later, everybody gets sick every, or get, gets hurt. Everybody needs health care at some point in their lives, and everybody wants it. So how do we provide that? How do we actually take care of each other? Now, I'm a crazy liberal, and I think government... Best way to do that: single payer healthcare system, socialized medicine. Rah, rah, rah. You know, and there are arguments for and against. But I mean, the the the, the classic conservative argument is like, well, that's not an enumerated power, so we need to find private solutions to that. Yeah, a- and that can be done. But like, I'm not sure what they are. It's it's like it's a much harder problem when you aren't using like the power of a centralized government,
0: or even if not government, a s- a single risk. A risk pool, a single risk pool, well, which ha- is
1: an economic argument, well, which is great, and and that's as a I know as a business conservative, <laughs> that's something you're you're in favor of, yeah, yeah. Because why should bi- some businesses carry higher costs for their employees than right. others? I
0: I yeah, yeah, I think it's very hard on it. You have to have a hundred and fifty thousand covered lives to be stable, if yeah. because if you have one or two people with really serious problems that's how many people it takes to pay their bills so yeah. yeah it's very I mean that's just a mathematical fact so you have to have a risk pool that's at least 150,000 people and that's hard to do with a small business and a you know
1: yeah you know. oh yeah absolutely well it's, and the it's hard to do even at like the state level
0: and insurance companies have uh, fought letting um, cities and towns band together at one time they actually um, prevented the in Massachusetts they prevented cities and towns from banding together to buy health insurance
1: really yeah
0: they thought it was monopolistic <laughs>
1: Is in they wouldn't get paid.
0: Uh, that they wouldn't be able to nickel and dime some people and overcharge other towns that didn't have bargaining power. And, yeah, it was quite a fight. It was quite when a fight. When was this? I don't uh, remember this. 1990-something or other. Huh.
1: I guess I was asleep at the switch then, because yeah. I was in my 20s back in the 90s. I certainly was an adult. I just don't remember that you at all. You probably
0: weren't listening to the fights over G- GIC and whether cities and towns could join it or whether no, they could. That's the true. The town of Wellesley tried to create a um, consortium to. Blue Cross canceled everybody's insurance in a lot of cities and towns. Yeah, it was a huge battle. I... Yeah, I, I. You know, us, actually, us that's ringing a very political vague bell hacks. Now. Just follow this stuff, right? Well, it's,
1: <laughs> it, I wasn't. I wasn't paying enough attention. Yeah, no, to they that, they sued you know? to
0: prevent cities and towns from being able to form well, a single I, wrist pool. I <laughs> had
1: that invincibility of being a healthy, <laughs> healthy dude in my twenties. Yeah, you weren't paying attention, right? To so systems. it's like whatever, you know, <laughs> my bills are paid. So,
0: but you know, single payer isn't socialism any more than when the military buys its stuff. It's the single payer. It Doesn't matter that they're they're doing so. Single payer isn't socialism. So it's not single payer that makes it
1: socialism. It's no. the government being the single payer.
0: No, it's actually. Um, do you remember Harvard Community Health Plan? There was a I've heard of it. Staff, but I mean... staff model HMOs. Yeah, they, um, they came up with that idea, didn't they? Uh, no, actually, Kaiser did oh, okay. West Coast. But you know, Boston always claims that we created it, right? Well, absolutely. <laughs> you know, that's what happens when you're the hub of the universe, right? <laughs> it's true, um, and I, I think it really started in the Midwest because some businesses got together with some doctors and created some plans but when the doctor is employed by the health insurance company it's like your car body shop like the guy at the corner is owned by liberty mutual you don't really trust that you're going to get good you know repair work on your car because the insurance company owns the body shop so they're going to do the minimum necessary so it was the staff
1: say oh that's fine
0: yeah staff and you couldn't go anywhere else you have to go to one of theirs and all that Staff model HMOs have that problem. That's really socialized medicine where the doctors employed by the insurance company.
1: Oh, I see. So yeah. like so like in Great Britain where the doctors are employees of the National Health Service. Yeah, they don't it you know.
0: Yep. Yeah, but there's but they also work outside that. Okay. But they do both. So a, the same doctor can see you sort of under different circumstances
1: and you can pay. All right. So uh uh I hope our listeners are bearing along because I'm learning things. Because that's all I care about. Really,
0: me. that's the important thing. Me learning
1: things. By the way, you're listening to Civil Politics here on Valley Free Radio, <laughs> not simply Mike Dow learn stuff. <laughs> so, but so just a, just a quick question. So I actually understand what you're the knowledge you're dropping on me here. Yeah. So what just so. If we change the Social Security or the Medicare law, so it says M- Medicare, Medicare, is is, good. Medicare is everybody now. Starts at zero instead of 65. Right. So we say say we do that. Yeah. So the government becomes the single payer for all health insurance in the United yep. States.
0: And it works like a charm because there's already fiscal intermediaries. Everybody already has a number. Right. Because they're paying in. Oh. And, and and like the architecture is all there.
1: I mean, there's a lot of great reasons to
0: the do only it. people that have trouble are pediatrics because some of the codes aren't in the Medicare system. Right. But.
1: Okay. So, so like... So, like, there are some good reasons to do it. Yeah. But my basic question is, like, because the doctors would continue to be private practitioners...
0: Yep, they could work as much or as little as they want. They so can... that
1: would not be socialized medicine. It's not that would social... be single-payer.
0: And that's why doctors are not as against that as they used to be.
1: Oh, okay. Like, I never quite grasped that simple distinction. Yeah, it's the
0: other part of the transaction.
1: Oh, okay. So, So, I see. So, state controlling all the workers... Socialism. Yeah. The state paying the bills. The VAs, where Not the doctors the
0: have long vacations, they see a patient an hour. Yeah. And that's why there's all the backup in the VA system. Wait, the doctors take what? They see like one patient an hour. They have huge vacations, long lunches, and they work like six hours, six and a half hours a day.
1: But aren't they government employees?
0: Yeah, they are. That's why I'm saying the VA is that model, is the social model. Oh, Socialism really? model. Yeah. People like it, but...
1: But, wait, no... That doesn't sound great well, at no, all. Well, no, do- terrible. I meant that the, the physicians heard like it. I've terrible things about the VA. For oh, some and if time. you
0: have a doctor, so you've already gotten in, you're you're good to go. It's just getting in because there's no appointments for new people, for all the new guys that have
2: been hurt in Iraq and Afghanistan. And I think that's horrible. I think the 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 simplest definition is socialism is the society um, paying and controlling the. The system. So, if it's a privately run but society pays for it system, that's not socialism because there is still room for individuality, for different for different things, competition, but it, competition, things like that. But all in all, the the healthcare is still paid. Like we don't have to pay for the healthcare; the the state does. But in a socialist thing. Uh, then you have the doctors working for the state. They own the buildings. They, the state. The state, the, buildings. the state owns the whole thing.
1: Not just like this is a public hospital paid for by the state, which we set up for the poor people or whatever. It's like everything.
2: Okay. No, just not just the building and the equipment, but the people work for the state as well. They get a right. state check. So that would be that. I think that, and I I okay. agree with that. That is a that is a a bad model uh, because there's. There's not room for competition. There's not room for innovation.
1: Okay. All right. Well, that that that, that makes sense. You this know? is why I'm an independent. Yeah. This is, oh, yeah. Well. <laughs>
0: so about that healthcare care bill, I think it's dead in the water. We'll see.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, that's certainly <laughs> – well, it's certainly uh, not going to go anywhere while John McCain is, is battling cancer because, you know, even if he was going to vote right down the line with the Republican Party on that, which – is not a guarantee uh, because say what you will about John McCain he's not an idiot, <laughs> you know
0: he's still a maverick. Uh, do you remember when we were talking about that well
1: that, just like so he's yeah. sick, so that's a vote they don 't have and it 's good, you know, no yeah. good thing he has health care though
2: no kidding it's good thing he has health care through the through the federal government yeah well a lot of um, not only does he
1: get that because he's a senator, remember he is also a war hero still so it's great. Yeah, yeah, it's great for though, him, though. It, it is great for him. A lot of the, the senators, a, a, anybody, anybody who served his country as painfully as he did as in a Vietnamese prison camp, I'll, I'll definitely deserves free public health care anyways. Too, too quick. Sorry, I'm crazy liberal, but still like, is I, that the line though? Respect.
2: No, 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 <laughs> no. <laughs> that's, that's the thing. That's, I, that's fine. I'm glad that he survived and everything. I'm saying it's a good thing. He has health care.
1: I, I agree. I mm. agree. I agree.
2: And two quick things on that. One is that a lot of the senators
0: and reps actually go through Obamacare when when the law was passed they were yeah, actually they, in they, they were
1: actually in a the republicans actually changed the law so yeah, oh, they have to do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah
0: and the second thing is you remember we were talking about john mccain and there was a hearing and both of us said we had a hard time understanding him
1: what he was talking about yeah, yeah and yeah, like his logic yeah. yeah
0: so obviously he had a brain tumor so i'm gonna give him all the slack in the world because i i thought i knew what he was trying to say but it was one of the first times i didn't understand his point exactly and yeah, I, it, yeah.
1: it's possible the glioblastoma yeah. was messing with his thinking That's, yeah That. It can do that.
0: Yeah, because we had a long... I remember we had a... I remember that. Yeah. yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, we were like, wait, what are you... Why are you asking... I can't remember. It was, it yeah. was like he was questioning James Comey. Yeah. And we were like, didn't understand what the heck he was he trying was to get at. He was Yeah, he was making a comparison that... To he, like Hillary or something. I don't yeah. remember what it was, but it was, it was just... Incoherent. Yeah. yeah. Incoherent. And I mean, he's not usually... His sentences were coherent from word <laughs> to word, but... The whole logic of what he was asking about didn't yeah, make any sense. Was backwards. Yeah. Well, certainly, I I, I do hope uh, uh, Senator McCain recovers. And just to to get back to uh, the point John was making just a second ago, yeah, absolutely, full stop. I'm glad he's got health care. Um, I'm a, more of a particular thinker than a general thinker. So like, I'm thinking like, well, John McCain specifically in his situation, because you know that's why uh, I sort of blathered on about his service. So
0: well, and he's he is truly a hero for this country. Yeah. Um. So, you know, we were talking about civility and just it just happens that I saw this note on what people have written on his Facebook page about his brain tumor. Oh, is this
1: this other piece of paper you handed yeah, me that yeah. i been too and lazy you have, to read?
0: No, you haven't seen it. Um, so a lot of people sent their best and hope he got well. And then these people wrote horrible, horrible things to him, which we probably shouldn't even read on the air.
1: Oh, how's the headache yeah
0: what a yeah jerk.
1: and and so in that's the, very uncivil
0: well, and well, who are these people?
1: I don't know
0: and 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 what is it I you know what is know. it that makes them think that anybody wants to know their opinion? Did you hear what um our Senate president said, um, Stan? Stan Rosenberg. Rosenberg, there was some a couple of notes that were sent in on some other issue to the state house. Yeah, and he said, "If you think you're so much better than all of us, be you know stand up and put your name on the comment."
1: Yeah, it's like, yeah. <laughs> and
0: these were all anonymous, of course, comments.
1: But I, like, I, I, I think there are p- there's plenty of grounds for some serious criticism of John McCain well, and his political at, career. But like. I hope he gets better from cancer. I mean, come on, be a little human. Well, and
0: they talked the, in this yeah, little piece. I, I, I didn't
1: realize that was a bar that people had to clear
0: in this in this piece. They said, "Look at what Trump said about him." You know, when he was running, and look at what all these people are saying. They're just horrible, horrible statements. And part of it is that John McCain said when he was a senator and he was talking about the president, he said. The president's stance against the media early this year. The former presidential candidate said Mr. Trump labeling the media as the enemy was how dictators get started. So yeah. he has been relentless on Trump's behavior, but in a civil way.
1: Well, I mean, I, wait, he, who has? I don't think McCain has been. Rel- McCain,
2: critical of Trump.
1: McCain has criticized some things Trump has said. How he many of has his, voted against him enough. Yeah.
2: How him. many of his uh, appointments has he voted against?
1: I don't think he voted against betsy exactly DeVos. Yeah. yeah that's a big deal that's what i'm saying Jeff sessions i agree
2: like i'm glad that he that,
1: that this is something but what sorry. if you believed
0: as john mccain believes
2: and i believe that the president should get his appointees no i don't agree that's not that no because if he if he should get his his appointees then unless the they're senate, horrible criminals the senate shouldn't have anything to do with it why is the senate
1: there why does the Senate advise and consent at all if yeah. you can't reject what he said?
0: I, I think you're. I think you're. I think you're mixing apples and oranges. I agree with you that some of his appointments are horrible, and I would hope I wouldn't vote for them. But I do think there's an argument that part of the structure of the government is that you give the president their cabinet appointees.
1: I. I okay, so here's how I would push back on that specifically. Jane, you, you have a blah, 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 now blah. now. <laughs> yep, it's still
0: civil politics. No, no. Uh, the, the the way I push. I'm back... too old to be a slut. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, don't say that. <laughs>
2: There's a book called The Ethical Slut that you should that you you should read. Okay, good it's to very, know. It's
1: very informative. And, yeah, like don't don't crush my dreams for the future. <laughs> Are we going to link to that genre?
0: yes i'm reading one that's the end of experts or the death of experts it's very good actually so so
1: but so and well and that actually so expertise so this gets back to this this is like a central issue recently like and gets back to the presidential election i mean the whole election of donald trump himself i mean a he didn't actually get as many votes as hillary clinton but b you know i think a lot of people who voted for hillary clinton you know, or voted against Trump, however you want to parse that, they voted th- that way because they looked at Donald Trump and they saw someone who was just not prepared to handle the job of being president, like to actually do what need to, to to fulfill the duties of the office and Whatever else you want to say about Hillary Clinton, you know she actually was capable you know she understood what being president one of the best
0: prepared right, probably right. we have seen in a she, long time she, she
1: understands what you do and how to do it, and was ready to do it, you know like. You don't have to like anything she, else about her. She paid her dues. Yeah. Well, not just did she paid her dues. She actually was like competent to do the job. She'd been a journeyman. I mean, I She'd mean like, been a, yep. like if you <laughs> hired me to run a bookstore, I could make a stab at it. And, you know, maybe it would, it would succeed. Maybe it wouldn't. But I at least have some applicable job skills. You know, if you hired me to like be uh, like a school teacher, I have I have a master's degree, for God's sakes. So I have some relevant skills. If you hired me to be like, you know, a financial analyst. Or if you hired me to be an auto mechanic, I am unprepared for those jobs. So if I go in for a job interview for auto mechanic and the guy hires me, you know, whoever shame hired on him, right? Or her. You know, <laughs> yeah. Whoever hired hired me was dumb. And um, when it comes to cabinet appointees, like, yeah, like, I don't like the ideology or where you want to go with this. That, those are fair complaints. You know, those those are fair complaints. But at the same time, it's like, nope, sorry. You know, like the president, They won the election. They get to steer the ship for a while. But on the other hand, like Betsy DeVos doesn't know anything about education policy. You know, uh, uh, Ben Carson doesn't know anything about housing and urban development. And then, you know, Scott Pruitt is actively against. He knows a lot about it and he's actively against he, it. He's not really <laughs> actively against that. He's also espousing stuff that is nonsense. I mean, like he's a climate change denier. Yeah. So like there's a level at which it's like, no, you know, like. You can't hire these people for these important jobs because they can't do them. And that, I think, is a totally valid reason for uh, any senator to have voted against him. And I think I I honestly, like John McCain, if he was really the person that he sometimes is and the reputation he certainly had at one point, he would have voted against them. He would have opposed them.
2: I think after the after the 2000 election, it just it just broke him. He just went he just went to the right. Yeah, I I've, I've, I I haven't seen him actually be the John McCain that I actually respected, um, since since like two thousand two.
1: In flashes, but yeah, In yeah. flashes. I yeah. was gonna say the um, like when he spoke out against you know like no, we don't torture, and this is torture, and this is bad, like moments. Yeah, but yeah, but
2: uh, I was gonna say with the with the Senate thing, the president still can can uh, can give them a list of of who he wants. The Senate can't choose. Yeah. Who, who the who the president chooses. Yeah, and I think that's, exactly. And yeah. I, I think that's completely fine. Yeah. If the if the president wants these appointees, then he gives them a list of like three or four, let's say, or like that, but this is the way that he wants to run the country. And these are the people that he thinks are best, that would best put forward his vision. So that's fine. If And if he has a completely liberal con- Congress and they hate everyone that he puts forward, then they can't do anything about it. You know he'll just keep putting names that, and they'll just keep rejecting them, and then that's that's the Senate's and that fault.
0: Really, and it really stymies the government if that exactly happens. right. So yeah. and, and, and some can... of that happened to Obama. Not yeah. Not
1: a uh, lot actually happened to Obama. Well, a lot of the but, judges. Well, not
0: with the cabinet appointments. Not with the yeah. cabinet. Yeah, yeah. So because they because, we're because they
2: were like, about. oh, he should have his cabinet. Yeah. Yeah. If they if the if the Senate thinks that that the that the cabinet appointees shouldn't be in that job. For whatever reason, then they have the the right and the and the duty to say no, no, they
1: should not to vote against them. Exactly. And then the president appoints someone else as yeah. well. If you don't like, if you don't like, you know, Mike Dow as Secretary of Commerce, because why would you? But I mean, you know, it's like you don't like him in that job. Well, how about somebody else? How
0: about you know? if we don't appoint anybody and we dismantle that? organization what do you cabinet? mean how about, that's, what, <laughs> that's what president trump is
1: doing i just am pointing it out <laughs> i don't think it's i don't think it's working very well i think that's creating real problems you know i think the government does things that we need it to do um like so a- as a as a lefty one of the things that i i, I think gets forgotten sometimes by more conservative people who like like a smaller government is like, yes, I understand the appeal of small government in the abstract. But in practice, one of the reasons why we've government's power has expanded to things like, you know, like, why is there a food and drug administration? Why is there a USDA? You know? Because it used to be people would get food that would kill them because it wasn't safe. So having government inspectors to inspect the food stopped people from dying. You know? And and that that's a real thing. So like, problem. People are dying from tainted food. Solution: government inspections.
0: Do you know how many people are in the FDA? I actually I, I, no, don't. No, no,
1: no. I, I like my, my point is not like maybe. I know I'm normally like a like a generalist, not a specificist, but like or, <laughs> or, or specifics, not generalities. But like, I'm not saying the FB, FDA is perfect and needs needs renovation. I don't know all that much about how the FDA is operating right now. I'm just saying like that was the general idea behind creating it. And I think that's Most a really good idea. Most things were created
0: by some horrible event that said, oh, my God, we need a right. department of
1: blah, blah, blah. blah. Right, and Because so the states aren't doing it. And when you stop having departments of blah, 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 you then suddenly find, like, oh, right, we did that for a reason. And, like, so so um, it, it wasn't in this country. but Sometimes
0: you find out the reason. You, you, but, you go well, back you to the, the horrible
1: fire in London last month. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So – So they're
0: going back and they're looking at all the. And they're going like,
1: (laughs) oh, yeah, geez, maybe, you know, like maybe we should have been more strenuous about like implementing our safety measures. And 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 the
0: one in New York, was it New York or Minneapolis? Honolulu. Honolulu, where they're saying that they're going to put people, make people put sprinkler systems in retroactively. Because right now, that's what happened in all our big fires they're old buildings and it's not required because it's too
1: much money. Right. And, and. You know, well, I mean, and the fire in Honolulu is bad and yeah, it kills it people. It's really bad. But it, it most of the building is okay. You know, I mean like it was it burned part of the building and people died, and that that's terrible. But most of the building is okay. Like in it like the building Grenfell Tower was a similar uh, kind of thing. And because of the retrofitted frame, cladding, yeah. you know, like pretty much the whole building went up. Yeah. And I I was just reading actually in the BBC that there's still not certain how many people died. They'll probably never figure it out. Entirely. That's, I mean, that's that's mind-boggling to me. I mean, in part, like, you know, you go through, like, and you can you find dead bodies and you count them up. I mean, count how the, is, Find the teeth and divide
0: by, is it 48?
1: I don't know, but I'm, I'm like... How, I'm how sorry, hot, John. <laughs> how hot was it if, if you can't do that? So yeah. it's just really... Yeah. Oh, John, I'm sorry. Right, so I'm just, I'm just saying, like, when you start cutting when you start having the government do these things we're gonna start finding out again like oh yeah right that's why we do that see
0: i think local governments are are the ones that we will fall back on and i think that's a lot better actually
1: well we'll find out we'll um, find out we'll, we'll find out if uh the, you know the peculiar institutions to each state are up to the job of providing for the the just and equitable life of all the citizens therein. see what i did there yeah <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm giving myself the last word because uh, the producer's signaling we should take a short break. Yeah. So um, <laughs> we are going to take a short break and play PSAs and uh, uh, other uh, stuff to keep the FCC happy. <laughs> Don't go away. We'll be right back.
0: Classical music on Valley Free Radio. Tune in to Andy Musique Wednesday mornings at 7 a.m for an hour of beautiful music to start your day hosted by Lucy and Larry classical music on Valley Free Radio tune in to Andi Musique Wednesday mornings at 7am for an hour of beautiful music to start your day hosted by Lucy and Larry
2: Have you always loved to read but find it hard to do these days? Forbes Library offers a variety of alternatives to keep you reading long into the night. A large selection of large print books, audiobooks, and easy-to-use e-books and e-audiobooks are available to borrow. You will find bestsellers, classics, and nonfiction offerings. Forbes Library is now affiliated with the National Library Service to provide audiobooks, magazines, and even the daily news for people with vision loss, difficulty holding traditional book or newspaper formats, and for people with certain learning disabilities. Our staff is happy to help you find just the book in just the right format. Call 413-587-1013 to find out more.
0: Hi, this is Wendy, host of Subculture, a music show featuring New Wave, Electronic, Indie, and Funk. Join me Friday nights from 8 to 10 p.m. here on WXOJ, or tune in from anywhere by visiting our website at valleyfreeradio.org. If you miss Subculture on Fridays, don't worry, you can hear it again from midnight to 2, Sunday mornings. Thank you
2: for supporting Valley Free Radio. Hi, my name's Leo, and I use he, him, his pronouns. Hi, my name's AJ, and I use they, them, theirs pronouns. Did you know that sex is your biology and gender is how you identify? You can't assume someone's gender. Based on their clothes. Based on their hair. Based on their voice. Who they hang out with. Who they're attracted to. My gender isn't your business. Ask me my pronouns! Brought to you by the PBPA Student Group for Gender, Sexuality, and Diversity.
1: Hi, I'm Amy Goodman, host of Democracy Now! You're listening to Valley Free Radio, WXOJLP 103.3 FM in Northampton, Massachusetts. Today, community broadcasting is more important than ever. Corporate interests affect what music we hear on commercial radio, and real news and opinion take a backseat to ratings and profits. Valley Free Radio is owned by its members, operated by volunteers, its programming created by your friends and neighbors, and it's wholly supported by the community. Please consider going to www valleyfreeradio.org slash donate to support free speech in the Pioneer Valley. Thank you so much. Hey, this is Blue Streak. I'm the host of the show with BS, the newest edition for the WXOJ lineup. You can hear us Mondays at 11 p.m. for the best overnight radio you'll ever hear on a, on a Monday night. We'll talk about everything that's relevant to us. Music, movies, TV, games, and whatever else happens to spill out of the piñata of my head. Monday nights 11 p.m. here on XOJ for all the music and news that nerds can use it's the show with BS on WXOJ. And we're back with civil politics here on Valley Free Radio WXOJLP 103.3 FM out of Northampton Massachusetts. I'm still Michael. That's still Sue. I think that's John off to my left. <laughs> yeah. He ran out
0: screaming uh, so <laughs> yeah.
1: I have that effect on people. Yeah. <laughs> um uh we do still remind you of the the thing we talked about last week uh definitely do let the fcc know that you're uh what you feel about net neutrality and we hope you're in favor of it because uh we we like to create a level playing field for small voices like ours um it's important for a,
0: a level market level playing field market free marketplace Yes, conservative or liberal alike, you, you want that in the net. You really do. I do. I, we I want agree. that in bus trips, too, but we'll talk about that later, we'll right? Get to that <laughs> in, a, in a sec.
1: So I just, um, uh, I, I started off our conversation tonight by, I was talking about, I was concerned about, like, what happens if President Trump decides to pardon himself and create sort of a, uh, a crisis of, of legitimacy, you know? Like, because can he do that? There's arguments back and forth and what happens. Turns
0: out he sort of can't, but... Well, but like the thing is... But the
1: VP could pardon him, which is what Ford did with Nixon. Yeah, but the VP would have to become the president. The vice president doesn't have any pardon powers just as vice president. No, but
0: you make an arrangement. You quit. That's sure. what they did with Ford, right? But that's, and that, he honored it. But that is was, well. Yeah.
1: And that, but that's a different thing. That's yeah. that's that's Trump is no longer president, right yeah. there. So, but and I, it has to be federal offenses too. So they can't pardon right. you for um, for impeachment or for state crimes. Like like he can't pardon someone for a crime in the state. It's of not
0: clear impeachment is not included. That one I've heard a lot of arguments on because it's a federal crime.
1: Crime? N- no, no, impeachment isn't actually a. It's a different procedure. Like if Congress impeaches someone. If Congress were to impeach, you know Ruth Bader Ginsburg, and I'm sure Paul Ryan would love to, um, you know. But if Congress were to impeach Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the president couldn't pardon and her, and the Senate and the Senate found him, her guilty, right? Yeah, right. That's the president doesn't have the power to do that. But that's a that's a very specific. I hadn't thing.
0: seen that. I'd, I'd I believe to, that's. Uh, I yeah. could be
1: misremembering, but I'm pretty sure that's the text of the of the of the article. That like like it's very broad. But it, among other things, it means the president can't, you know, override Congress saying, Congress saying, like, we're impeaching you and removing you from office. But the president you, can't say, nope. But
0: you can you can be pardoned. This is the wild part, because I wasn't sure this was true. You can be pardoned for crimes you haven't committed yet, and you don't have to have been charged yet. And so it could happen before they impeached him.
1: I'm wondering if Martin Luther is going to come <laughs> and nail, some, <laughs> nail something to the church door. Because there's this a lot of up.
0: arguments about that, but— He
2: can he can pardon his whole family and everybody wants to. According to Wikipedia, which is unimpeachable, (laughs) (laughs) see what I did there, Um, I'll pardon the the president may not grant a pardon uh, in in the impeachment case, but may in any resulting criminal case. There you go. So the impeachment is the process, but the criminal case, if there's a criminal case afterwards, then he can impeach for
1: that. Right, because remember... he can p- pardon for that. Right. Impeachment is a process of removing someone from office. Like, you may be upset about that, but... All you've done is, all that's happened is you've been fired from a job. You haven't actually been convicted of a crime or gone to prison or been fined. But anyway. And you can be removed for office. I'm just reminding people, yeah. con- v- conviction of,
0: for, and conviction of treason, bribery, or other high crimes and misdemeanors. Right. So that's
1: what's impeachable offense. Right. So so my question is, because this show is civil politics and we were talking about the importance of civility. Um, but at the same time, like part of the point of civility is there's an implicit sense of collaboration like we're working together i sub- civil to you because you're civil to me we sc- i scratch your back you scratch mine we both get somewhere it takes a little trust actually to do that right and yeah. so if 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 president trump were to just say i pardon myself for anything <laughs> i may or may not have done in yeah. the fake news and blah blah blah
0: yeah they think he can't do it to himself but anyway. whatever
1: but i mean suppose he tries yeah what happens? Because some people will say, yep, that's totally legit. We're going to carry on as if everything's fine. Mr. Mueller can go home, blah, blah, blah. And others will be saying, no, we can't what? do that. <laughs> well, and at, at what point do, do we sort of, does civility stop being uh, a useful or an essential part of of keeping our society together? And at what point does it become, you know, basically acquiescing to... Somebody else staging a coup.
0: Well, who impeaches the House? So the House would have to decide to do something.
1: Right. And would they? I guess is your question. Would they? And, And if they don't, we've got 18 months till the next election... Uh, 16 months, I guess. Actually, see, and I, and suppose, I, and, and and President Trump is pushing this electoral reform commission. So then, you know, <laughs> they go through and they gut the voting the voting registration rolls across many states of millions of I think the Democratic-leaning Russians voters, tried to sudden, do that, <laughs> right? I know they've tried to do that, but suppose they just they they, they get serious about it and yeah. they systematically throw millions of people off the voting rights off the voting rolls. You know, and then suddenly, like we can't vote Well, the out Supreme Court Congress. would probably have something to say. Oh, yeah. You, you think Judge Gorsuch will uh, decide to take a principled stand against Donald Trump? Uh, depends. <laughs> I, uh...
0: See, I think they're going to impeach him, but I think they're going to wait after the 2018 elections because n- if you have Trump supporters in your district, you don't want them to think you're going to impeach him, and if you have other supporters in your district, you want them to think you are going to impeach him. So the best way to handle it politically is to start to talk about it, but wait until after the 2018 election to do it because you'll already be in office and and you won't you won't suffer the consequences. Mm-hmm
1: one hopes that's the calculation yeah that's the political the, the 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 risk you're taking of course is that you oh won't get what too it many does to government you know well you <laughs> won't well but you won't get too many voters who are just saying no screw this and vote you out i mean you know remember uh uh 2006 the 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 republicans lost control of the house in part because you know people were so disgusted with the just utter ineptitude of the bush administration and the uh the plans they wanted to pursue and the plans they actually succeeded in doing the, yeah. uh, the huge debt that was created all right. that stuff yeah. right so so um,
0: so there are some people that their opinion is that the house would be the the place to do it you know if, if he did that himself yeah. others are saying that the supreme court would instantly weigh
1: in on it well um, they'd ha- some would have to bring a case before them I yeah. think but yeah well I don't know and just you you know you you were an adult. When we went through the last time we had yeah, a president. it was that we were... pretty intense. Right. So I, I don't remember what that well. And there was this hero. Any It was advice? A
0: Sam Irvin. He's an old Tennessee lawyer. And he was just a simple man. And he was so, it was like a movie show to Who watch. Who was Sam Irvin? He was the special prosecutor or whatever at the end that, that asked a lot of the questions oh. and sort of helped to reveal what was happening. Not only did the Washington Post do it, but that's when it started to get, they, they knew that they were going to impeach him. I mean, it was becoming obvious that they were going to impeach him, but he asked a lot of real interesting questions. It was one of the uh, congressional investigatory committees, but he was very smooth at it, and everybody was uh, glued to the TV watching this old-time country lawyer from Tennessee take apart all the arguments. And when it became clear that he was going to be impeached, You know, they put Ford in as vice president so that we didn't have... What's his name? I can't think of the guy's name. Sparrow Agnew. Yeah, they had already... So people orchestrated all that. I don't know if Congress works together that well anymore. I Uh mean, they they all sort of agreed that it. it wasn't good for the country to have this happening, and they needed to sort of manage the process for the sake of the country. So this time around, if it happens you know, it may just be like a um, free-for-all in so, a so, bar. So, so
1: like, the the bitter, cynical, lefty view is like, oh, well, the Republicans learned from the first time they went through this stuff how to better, or, or, you know, rig the system so they don't have to, like... Well, they make sure
0: a Pence is vice president. They, you know,
1: all that stuff. Well, not just not just that Pence is vice president, but, uh, like, you know, just to, you know, make sure that, uh, uh, you know, they don't have to actually stand accountable for, you know, their nonsense or whatever. What's, what's happening? You know.
0: Well, and the whole, the special prosecutor was because Nixon fired um, Cox, well, he fired a bunch of people, Archibald Cox, but he could do that, and so they went back and the legislature passed something, I think the special prosecutor law, so that he couldn't fire him, but that stuff's all been um, vacated,
1: not vacated, but... The the independent prosecutor law has has expired. Expired, yeah, Yeah.
0: so he could technically fire Mueller, and then the legislature would have to do what they did during the Nixon time, so... But, yeah, what a, what a strange turn of events and all the meetings with the Russians. And, I mean, it just keeps unraveling. And they just uh, – Spicer quit. Spicy quit.
1: Sean Spicer quit because there's a new fellow who's taken over uh, as White House communications director. And Sean Spicer doesn't want to work for him.
0: Yeah, so well, and you know everybody's saying that they're bringing in all the loyalists that Trump's surrounding himself with loyalists
1: yeah the the but the partisans yeah
2: uh this uh, Scaramucci. Scaramucci. Yeah. uh and he's a uh New York financier who uh yeah. has been vehemently uh defending trump on on fox and for, yet he called him a jerk well, in two thousand
0: fifteen sure <laughs> gee. He says Trump reminds him of it every 60 seconds in their conversations. But I want to point out that Scarmucci is an attorney from Harvard, even though he's a financier. He's also a J.D. from Harvard Law School. Yeah, he ran a hedge fund. Well, but I'm going to make the argument that Trump did that on purpose because his conversations can be privileged.
1: Uh, Only if he's actually an attorney for him specifically. Well, he's if they, if they have to have an attorney client relationship in order for the conversations to be privileged. Yeah, and otherwise very... you know, he can try and claim executive privilege because, yeah. you know, it's an advisor of the president advising yeah. him, but that's that's a different issue. And
0: Scarmucci has other requirements cuz he's an attorney. So, I think part of it was that. Plus he's kind of a slippery guy. Yeah. Have you heard him?
1: He's in. he's a, he he ran a hedge fund in New York. That's all I need to know. <laughs>
0: He's a Goldman Sachs person, but anyway. So i I think it's um I think that he is circling the wagons, Trump's oh absolutely, Trumpster. so
1: absolutely, uh, and 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 thus those those that astonishing comment that he was so upset with Jeff Sessions <gasps> for recusing himself and, and he he would have fired him or he wouldn't have <laughs> hired him if he'd known he was going to do that. In
0: fact, Sessions had to do that. Yeah, because of. The circumstances
1: well and also i think the uh, the, the good thing is the that circumstances jeff... that led to the recusal also hadn't happened yet i don't yeah. think so that's yeah. that's an extra sort of bar for jeff sessions to clear
0: well i think the good news is that jeff sessions is such a boy scout you saw his inarticulate answers to the i that he's such a boy scout that he's going to follow the rules on that and it's going to kill trump because he he put a boy scout in charge of the justice department
1: oh i uh, I don't think he's very quick he's, on he's, his a, feet. he's a boy scout who wants to roll back voting rights and uh oh, totally. and promote civil asset forfeiture.
0: Oh, or, and I was just going to say his new thing this week is civil asset forfeiture. I I I'm <laughs> sorry. I thought I thought you guys were conservatives. I thought you
1: guys <laughs> believed in in less government power. Listen, and have you st- heard, heard what the rights? conservatives
0: are saying? They're saying what? Are you kidding me? Private property? You can take my stuff? Yeah. So he's not got the conservatives on his side. But for the moment, it's sort of nice that he's kind of this little placeholder that's just going to cause Trump trouble and, you know, Hmm. the conservatives will band against him.
1: Well, speaking of uh, (laughs) government overreach, there was something uh, our producer, John, wanted us to talk about in. Buses? (laughs) Well, in Tennessee. Oh, yeah. There was a case of a I don't remember the judge's name. But uh, John if you want to share the details with us, that's fine. Otherwise, I mean, the, the brief summary I understand is essentially a judge has uh, been dealing like like I guess there's been a real problem with um, uh, uh, the uh, fallout of the opioid epidemic crisis. Uh, babies being area, born, uh, babies being born with addicted. chemical addictions. Yeah. yeah, and so the judge has basically decided to offer people. Uh, Offer people the deal of of
0: chemical sterilization uh, yes of of
1: of time off their sentences in exchange for being sterilized so
2: uh the the actual story is in i think it's white county tennessee uh yeah white county tennessee uh if the, the this judge uh said If you are, if you agree to go to a uh, drug um, rehab class about uh, avoiding avoiding drugs and like uh, how it affects uh, your children, you can get two days off of your sentence. And if you get a these are already incarcerated people, yeah, yes. And if you are, if you get a vasectomy or uh, uh, for for men or an implant uh, to keep to uh sterilize a woman or whatever yeah Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh then you get 30 days off your sentence Yeah, it's a little coercive (sighs) yeah 30
1: days for surgery yeah Yeah. with lifelong consequences yeah
2: Yeah. i was actually um i actually was tweeting at someone um uh on my on my usual account press start vfr and (laughs) and uh this guy comes up he's like well it's it's temporary and i'm like Nope. It's, it's not surgery. meant to be nope. temporary. It, vasectomy is really a not. vasectomy is not meant to be temporary. Unless you put in that little valve, which is a very expensive... Exactly. Yeah, Plus, and it would do that. But. Like, you can't... Like, re- reversing a vasectomy is tough. Yeah. And... Unlikely su- to be successful. Exactly. Yeah. At least so, the
0: last time I checked, which has been a long time ago. So.
2: And, like, a, the implant... It's it's not as years, invasive right? as as surgery, and you can have it removed. But it's still you have to cut into someone. Anytime, anytime you someone says, "If I get to cut into you and put something if you into you," give me you, a kidney. You can have a little time off. Exactly, your <laughs> that's insane. And it seems a little eugenicsy for me. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, me I'm not too. saying straight
0: up,
1: but you me know, too.
0: I think it's a problem that you know people that have trouble with drugs have trouble. Not having drugs when they have kids, but
1: it's it's certainly exactly the kind of uh, plan, the kind of 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 public policy that was pursued by eugenics advocates a uh. hundred years ago. So yeah, it's it's. What a was the eugenics-y. judge's
0: name? Do we know? Looking
1: up now. Okay. John was looking it up now. Yeah, but, but he
2: judge. Should... Uh, sorry, General S- General Sessions Judge Sam Benningfield. Sam Benningfield. He Bennington. signed a standing order that allows inmates to receive thirty days. Uh, credit towards jail time if they undergo a birth control procedure. That's from News Channel Five. That's kind of getting in your business. That's all I can
0: say.
1: <laughs> I, well, you know, <laughs> yeah, uh, like, like, like privacy, small government, <laughs> private government that property, doesn't overextend <laughs> itself. Yeah,
0: he's not a real conservative because he's so interested in somebody else's body,
1: <laughs> right? And and the the, the like. The fig leaf of, on that, of course, is that... Oh, protect well, the baby. <laughs> I have, Well, I haven't ordered people to do this. I've simply offered them the choice. Yeah. But it is definitely a compelling choice, It's shall we like say. the
0: Jews in Germany that didn't really want to sign over their deed to the Germans. But given the alternatives, they kind of said, okay, you can have all our paintings and our buildings. And, yeah. and maybe
2: we could leave? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get out of here? One thing that is... Of course. Uh, of, the, the, apparently this judge is actually very surprised about the the result the, the resulting fear about this i'm sure he, he might be unaware
0: me. of his own uh he was prejudice. like oh,
2: it's a t- but i'm just trying to help these people <laughs> you know and help the and stop the babies if there's like only if if this reaches a few people and the and a few um babies aren't born with this horrible addiction and disease then we've won right and he, and everybody's like no <laughs> No, that's not... How did he get to be a
1: judge? That's what I want to know. I I don't know. Maybe it's a... a, That's a question I often ask, I uh, think.
0: How could the same state produce Al Gore and produce this guy? (laughs) Well, I mean, you know... And
2: our our attorney general.
0: Oh, is Sessions from Tennessee? Yes. This is Tennessee.
2: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Well, Oh, wait. Is he from Alabama? I think he's from Alabama.
2: I think
1: he's from Alabama. He's
0: from Tennessee. But I mean, I have a certain fun. To be for fair, Al-, Al
1: Gore's reputation for genius is a bit overrated. It turns out he didn't actually invent the internet. Never he just he, he just drafted some legislation to facilitate its creation. Because he recognized what it
0: was. Yeah, yeah. and he never said he invented the internet.
2: But he never said that. Yeah. I I think that's important to say as much as possible. Yeah, he never said I invented the internet that is something that was attached to him probably during like, And Sarah Palin never uh, said ahem,
1: I I, de- I dare say fake news invented by the conservative media <laughs> machine fake news does not exist and because sa- if it's fake then it's not news
0: Sarah Palin never Indeed. said you I mean, can it was just lies. never said I can see Russia from my house No that's true <laughs> but it was a good line and it was And I I loved uh, that that yeah <laughs> that, that imitation of Yeah that was Tina Fey Yeah, yeah. she's brilliant uh, but that became that be- people that's what happens so we're we're rapidly
1: approaching the end of this particular show
0: oh the bus routes
1: oh yeah 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 well yeah okay. there's a the thing about local bus routes being changed
2: uh, the pta um the pta is going into uh they're running out of money. The budget is there's a budget constraint, so the five college system was threatening to le to not use the PCTA anymore, but they've decided to cut like five bus routes and then or reduce service in certain areas. Uh, and we can and I can post the the article yeah, about really that. really important um,
0: because if we want to be a place where you can get around without a car, <laughs> it's it's it, not no. Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, we, we do. Well, you can if you live in certain places. When I was living right in the heart of downtown Northampton, and I was a grad student at UMass, and so I was going to work or school at UMass... How did you
0: get to school at UMass?
1: Uh, it was super easy. I'd get up, I'd go down the street, I'd get on the bus stop, uh, the post office, and I'd ride to UMass. Exactly and our day, point. Port. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's amazingly how well it works if you're living in one of those few concentrations. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: really. When you, if you're living in a place where where there's uh, a Grocery higher, store? like a higher. Uh, if people if people or... have more money, basically, oh yeah. affluence, affluence, <laughs> affluenza. Or, or, uh, if yeah. you if I mean, think about the UMass students that that lived on on the apartment in the apartment complexes on King Street. Yeah, they could they that that is a horrible way to get to get to school. They can't do it because there is one bus line, the red bus line, that goes up there like maybe four times a day, and that those are nice apartments up like yeah. like around there. Yeah, so it's. I got feelings about <laughs> the PBCA. <clears throat> to be talked about next week
0: yeah, when well, Stefan I, is I, back or
1: I, something? I, I think it it certainly suggests that even here in in, in super-liberal, affluent Massachusetts, there's some real changes that need to be made to how we have manage our infrastructure, especially around transportation, and, and extend those benefits to everybody. Take
0: the green line from Newton, Chestnut Hill, and uh, Jamaica Plain. Okay affluent area in Boston and give that money out here so that we can have buses and...
1: <laughs> oh, you don't mean... You mean hop on the train. You mean actually remove it.
0: Yeah, stop the subsidy there and put the subsidy out here. They get plenty of money. Sorry. I like that plan. <laughs>
1: um, though I do like the green line out in Newton. So, um, anyway, it is time for us to wrap up tonight's episode of Civil Politics because uh, we've got to clear the studio so the folks can come in and get ready to do subculture coming up in just a minute. Uh, well, four minutes here on Valley Free Radio. It's a really cool mix of uh, dance, funk, and electronica music. So, uh, anyway, uh, that's all tonight for Civil Politics. We hope you enjoyed listening to us. We'll be back again next week with more of it. Um, But that's all for now. Good night.